This is the Lost Man Podcast, where we embrace the challenges and triumphs of being a modern man in the middle years. Join us as we explore the rugged path of growing older, wiser and bolder in a world that's constantly changing. I'm your host, John. And I'm Matt. And together we'll navigate this uncharted territory with grit, humour and a whole lot of heart. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the podcast. It's a beautiful New Year's Eve here in the Peak District. We're back in Workshop HQ. I think it'll be going out on New Year's Day this, though. Okay. So, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. From the Lost Man podcast Um, to you. I hope everybody's had a good year. I hope everyone's looking forward to the next. And we've got some interesting bits to discuss today on that very topic. So we're going to be going into um, our reflections as individuals on how we found 2023. Um, 2020, 2023. <laughs> um, and we're also going to be talking about, you know, New Year's in general. Is it worth the hype? Do you enjoy it? Um, I think it's something that, you know, changes as you get older. I'm When I was younger, I used to love New Year's Eve, going out and partying and perhaps not so much these days. Then we're going to do a little bit of a, uh, a highlight on um, Earthworm Matt's advice on goal setting. He's got a little think tank group where some uh, great little nuggets of information get passed around and we're going to uh, develop on that a little bit. And then we're going to lean nicely into our own resolutions, our own goals for 2024 and the kinds of things that we want to achieve. So... That's what you can expect from the show. It's great to have you here. Um, Thanks for anybody who's listened in 2023. May that carry on into the new year. Um, And on that note, if you are listening, you do enjoy what it is that we're doing, hit like, hit share, let your friends know, um, because we're all about trying to build up this community. Um, We're trying to think of names for the community at the moment. And at the moment, I'm on uh, Lost at Seaman. (laughs) Um, which uh, the lost seaman the lost seaman yeah 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 which uh, lost man squad lost man yeah maybe yeah we'll see lost man crew let us know what you think lost man community Um, yeah anything you know I wanted to have a little bit of uh, some kind of twist of humour in there I got it from was it Top Gear or what the Grand uh, yeah 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 the Grand Tour yeah they did something around seaman seaman and I thought that was funny. So, um, as with everything with this podcast, we just rip it from everywhere else and regurgitate it. As well. <laughs> um, so that's the theme. That's what you can expect. Now, what we do is show. we we regurgitate it in a friendly yeah, yeah. and easy to consume yeah, format in a lost man language. Yeah, yeah. In, a, in a normal man's language. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, that's what you can expect from today's show. Um, And we are going to be touching on some sore subjects, some positive subjects. But as I say, hopefully we'll... Finishing on a a motivational high as well. Yeah, we'll be bringing it round um, to a positive twist, you know, talking about the things that we want to achieve in the new year. Um, But as I say, like, share, comment, post, tell a friend, do all the good things. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast and thanks for being part of the community and... Without further ado, I feel obliged to ask the question on the world's lips. Not just how has your week been, 
But how has your year been? How has how has the year been? Yeah. So we're yeah. starting on a little reflection of yeah. the. I will just start on the year, on the week though quickly. Discuss week. Brothers fortieth. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Had a few beers. Feel jaded though. You know the booze is the booze is just a couple of beers. Yeah. yeah. Just well, to be fair, I, for me, I've had quite a boozy constant Christmas. Mm. So it's literally every day for mm. what a week. Mm. I've, had, I've mm. had at least mm. a couple of beers. So I think that's just starting to take its toll a little bit. Um, I don't think I'm going to drink tonight for New Year's Eve at all. I say that, I might have a little beer. But uh, yeah, Brother's 40th was nice. Happy 40th to Rob, my brother. Not only is he 40, he's also the number one biggest fan of this podcast. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he is. And we can't Um, thank him enough for his love, his support. Yeah. Uh, hype. He's the hype man. Yeah, he's he the, hype. the full hype man. Honorary yeah, lost yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an honorary lost man. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Man. And then that's ju- that's been about it, really. Pretty low key, chilled week. Obviously, we had Christmas. We did our Boxing Day special. We did. Um, but apart from that, it's just been pretty pretty easy. That's cool. You had a good week. The week has been pretty good. Yeah, uh, dead dead similar actually. Um, had an eventful evening last night where Will deleted 25 hours of progress on the, we're calling it the Merkage Chambers, the new game. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we played this game, which is called Remnant 2, for 25 hours. And Will, in true Will style, uh, think, you know, don't think, just do, um, got bored of a level, was like, oh, we can re-roll the levels. Look, it says here we re-roll them. And I was like... Really? What you can just so there's not like a linear progression through the game. He's like, no, no, no. You just do levels at random. I was like, I don't think you do. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. And he said, right, well, pressing re-roll, pressing re-roll, and deleted all of our progress. Deleted. Twenty-five hours. So um, that was something. That oh happened no. Yesterday. Oh. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but it's a bit of a weird one because we haven't lost any of our characters' progress. Oh, that's lost good our then. Progress. So yeah. you'll go in. Like big in the game, sort of. I mean, the the the, level, the 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 game likes to let you know that it's still there. So we thought that we thought we'd just scream back in and just rush through the rush through the levels, but no. Um, and there is something about it. It does change the order that it gives it to you. Um, like it's not like you remember some games where if you die, then every enemy comes out of the same hole, and you know the pattern. Yeah, like, but game like that's that. old. That yeah, that now really that's that's not. Like, surely gaming and AI has kind of moved forward in that yeah. sense, where where characters do spawn at random. Mm, yeah. So, and that is definitely the case. And it's not it's not just the characters, but the levels are different. A little. Yeah, bit you used to be able well. to go through games and be like, "Boof, left." Yeah, shot, yeah, yeah, boof, yeah, right, yeah, shot. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. old COD, old COD story mode mm. was just kind of boof left. Yeah. Boof, right, yeah, yeah. and you could kind of like get through a, a right. level knowing where people would be. Yeah, mm. so that was that. Um, and then apart from that, it's been a good week getting back into training. So I wrote myself a training program, which we'll talk more about when we go on to resolutions and goals. Um, but I've got the three, the first three sessions of that down. Um, but I will give you more um, detail on how I've plotted out my training program for the first few months of 2024. And um, 
you know, I can even post it in the chat. I've, I've templated it up so you can kind of have a look at that as well. Yeah, post if you it like. up. Post it up. So that's how the week has been. Um, let's do a quick sort of like synopsis on the year. Synopsis on the year. Do you want me to go first? Go first, brother. Okay, so synopsis on the year. I'd say the highlight for me, This I'll start with the positives, move through to negatives. Yeah. Uh, so positives, uh, amazing year with my, with the boy. Beautiful year. Amazing year with the boy. Um, he's a gem and a half, yeah. by the way. Um, he's so he's super fun, super happy kid. What you imagine, Mister Communication? Yeah, what you'd imagine a a a kid, a little toddler to be like. And uh, yeah, just the development, just just seeing that development and watching that grow and and spend like we we spend a lot of time as a family as well. We're pretty pretty family orientated, so uh, just enjoyed really spending all that time together and as he gets that little bit older you know just super fun super fun well you see it this you saw it this morning just how chatty and like it's just constant constant Constant. kind of back and forth and yeah 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 um and then what else has been positives this positives this year was for the second time because i did oh i did i did do some kind of content creation during covid but then obviously life got in the way and uh, but other positive is starting content creation again yeah. um and not just like shitty social media but actually producing long form content in the form of this podcast mm-hmm. and youtube mm-hmm. um and then so that's good and that's starting to show like with the youtube that I'm I feel like that's actually showing good traction and and moving actually I feel I feel quite positive like obviously I've had full hit and miss with videos mm. but I feel to say I've only put out maybe like what 10 videos or something 15 and this is a book life a book life I feel like you know to have over 10,000 views on a couple of those is pretty good. Really good, man. Like, pretty good to... And obviously there's one that's that have just got... I To be fair, the ones that have done poorly, I knew would do poorly, but it was because of, like, wrist and stuff mm-hmm. that I couldn't make what I wanted to make, and I was kind of making sit-down desk content. And uh, and as we know but, with, the, with, with the Lost Man podcast, the theme of everything in life is just compounding efforts yeah, it's just and compounding, bits in the yeah. bucket every day. So, so that's another positive, and then I suppose the other big highlight, yeah. So setting up Lost Man as well is a is a is a really good positive, and then the other one was we had a mega like um, Europe trip this year. We went to like France and Corsica for six weeks. Went to Monaco, had a big old holiday. Mm-hmm. So that was that was nice. Tell us a bit about that trip then. So, because uh, you did a video about that trip as well, didn't you? Uh, I did a, I, how to travel through France. I did a few videos down. Actually, yeah, I did a few video. In fact, that the best video I did was down was one of the was the car review I did down down in on holiday. Mm. Oh, we just cruised down to France and then we stopped off on the way and we did a, a night and in Monaco and had a look around Monaco. I would always wanted to go. There's not actually that much there. It's really small, but yeah. it's kind of like a bucket list place to go mm. and have a look around. Um, and then yeah, just down over to Corsica chilled out in Corsica loads of um beach days um beach beach days if you haven't done a beach day as a as a young parent is like the number one easiest way of parenting holiday 
because the the sand and the sea obviously they're just like full occupied full fully occupied yeah. and then completely ko on a towel yes and then wake up and do it all again yeah. so uh yeah so that was it lots of lots of exploring top, top last man tip there a top tip top yeah. lost man tip yeah um yeah lots of exploring around the island of corsica which is an island just off the coast of like france and italy uh, if you've never been it's strongly recommend it it's really good for kind of hiking and uh it's just very pretty and also it's not full of british people um it's very popular with, for french and italians great uh so you definitely feel like you're on holiday mm. there mm. um because I don't really like hearing English voices when I'm on holiday. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like you're... Well, it depends what you're going for, but I, I like to feel like I'm like on in a different country abroad. And obviously, unless you're going to like America, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, you kind of feel submerged immersed in... Yeah, immersed submerged. in the culture, yeah. Yes. Love a croissant, yeah, love yeah, a pastry. Yeah. Um, it's not like my dad who, when we went to, um, I can't remember where it was now, I think we were in Mallorca and we, we were in a restaurant and he got frustrated with the, uh, with the, with the waitress because she didn't bring <laughs> something that he'd asked for in like the most Mancunian English you've ever heard in your life. Um, and it's like, hang on a minute, we're in their country, you know. And uh, Yeah, I know. My mum's like that. She's like... We need a cloth. Yeah. It's like, guy doesn't speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a cloth. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. don't shout yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Don't Does shout it. Make any it. difference. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a weird generation. Yeah. Thing, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, that's... So, positives. I'd say that's the majority... Oh, positives as well. Starting Van. Van Huge positive. making Making that decision... Which I suppose was impacted by like wrist and and not you know not riding if that makes sense like Ginny it's been on Ginny's radar for a long time but it's more it was more of her thing but kind of I suppose with my knee and wrist mm-hmm. it's like pivoting into looking at something else mm-hmm. um, so yeah getting the van and then making a start on that and then I'd say. Obviously, it was a tough year mm-hmm. because I started the year with a knee surgery, or it was in December, mm-hmm. uh, for a meniscus tear. And then I also knew I needed surgery on my wrist. Um, and that, I suppose, has just been an underlying source of anxiety and feeling stressed about it, really. Yeah. Um, and you, you felt you felt negative about it because you would say that the meniscus tear operation probably might not have worked as well as you wanted it yeah, to. Yeah, or it's certainly taking longer to settle down than... Yeah. Well, it was the second one, mm-hmm. so two in two years, right. on same same injury. Mm-hmm. First one didn't work, second one mm-hmm. it, um, may be working, but just mm-hmm. taking time to settle down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, this whole injury situation with people who do sports like as to the extreme that you do um and there's a great podcast with shane dorian who's a pro surfer on the joe rogan um and uh, you know I'd, I'd encourage anybody including you to give that a listen i think because, i've listened to that one yeah mate, because be he fair. talks a lot about the kinds of injuries that he's suffered as a result of his sport and how you and we touched on this very very briefly last week when i was talking about the cbt therapy that i'm going through which is this point of where you have to 
just accept and lean into it. Like you said about pivoting. Well, pivoting. Yeah, pivoting into, you know, putting efforts into the van or whatever it might be. Um, But I'm sure we'll talk more about that when you go into your goals for next year. Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, pivoting into... Well, and I suppose as part of that content creation has been... an. And a heightened interest. I've always been interested in it, but a heightened interest in kind of like filmmaking mm. as well. Like my my focus into kind of YouTube and that content creation is is from an angle of like I want to make I want to put myself in a position yeah. where I make interesting content, yeah. like experiences. Yeah that are interesting and adventurous and fun to watch, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. It does, and which has just reminded me of another huge positive thing we've done <laughs> in the past 24 hours, actually. So we had Johnny's Big Splurge on a PC uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and we've got a Matty's Big Splurge Matty's now, Big Splurge on a... So I sold one of my, one of my bikes, and um, I sold my DH rig... And then I have bought a drone, yeah. so a big boy drone, big boy drone, nice, um, a DJI. So I'm looking forward to that arriving. And any, yeah. any facts and figures on the drone for those people out there who are drone, you know, inclined? Uh, it's the DJI. Um, what does that mean? Pro Four. Is DJI a brand? Yes, right, DJI is the brand. Uh, it's the the the, the small one. The sub two hundred and fifty gram one because mm-hmm. that means you don't have to have a license for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's the four, it's the newest one, and I got the basically I just ticked every box, tick 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 accessory list, tick tick tick. So I've got the the controller with the built in uh, screen, so you don't have to use your phone, uh, which apparently is much better if you just want to like oh get that shot, chuck it up, go instead of like connect phone, insert app. You know what I mean? Um, I've got the Fly More package, okay. so that's an extra couple of batteries, mm-hmm. a charging station for the batteries, because mm-hmm. charging batteries can be a bit of a pain when you've not got like, mm-hmm. you know, like a multi-charger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, a few like accessories to go with it, like loads of spare blades. Okay. And then I got some um, some filters for the lens to enhance the footage and to make the footage more cinematic so you so you put them on because of the apparently what I was reading because the actual camera has a doesn't have an adjustable aperture I think okay that means that when it's like high light mm-hmm. you get overly crisp footage without any motion blur and the motion blur is what makes it look authentic mm-hmm. so like we get motion blur but if you're watching it on the computer and you don't have that motion blur, it looks too clinical yeah, yeah. and it doesn't look cinematic. And if you obviously want to make cinematic kind of van life content, mm. you need those filters in like highlight situations. Mm. And then you've got like, there's three. So like highlight, like midday kind of sunset and then gray sky as well. Cool. So yeah, there went, you go. went in on that. Congratulations on your bloody big purchase I also what was the cost what was the price tag I also bought 
the DJI wireless mics as well. Nice. Two two times set with okay. receiver. Okay. Because I kind of fancied getting them for like, yeah. I guess vlogging vlogging stuff. And what did what was the final total bit? cost was thirteen hundred and something. Oh, fine. And you so sold your bike for twelve hundred. Boom. There you go. Made a loss on that big big L on the bike, but but the bike market has fallen through its ass. Well, if you'd have listened to your dad's advice, you would have. Uh, I would have took the best, the first offer, which is always your best offer. That's correct. Yeah. That is one of the most uh, the best piece of advice my dad's ever given me yeah. about anything kind of financial. That your first offer is usually your best offer. Yeah, thanks for that. And big I got Dave. offered fourteen hundred a few months ago, and I didn't take it because I was holding out for a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then I've settled on twelve hundred because I wanted a drone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so tough tough year because of uh, knee surgery. And then, obviously, recently, this wrist surgery, which is has been a rough recovery, to be honest. Like, there's one thing not being very mobile, but there's another thing not having your arm usable and your hand, and uh, obviously, it's still sore as. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't think, really, there's any other negatives to the year. Like, I've had a very... Like, my wife's been amazing, like... She's really looked after me. She's got the patience of a saint. She's mm. super positive. Mm. Uh, so big shout out to her. Behind every great man, well, is a great woman. Mm-hmm. So um, so I, I really appreciate all the help. I know she's also our secondary super fan. So I know she, she'll be listening while she's picking horse shit up from a field somewhere. Yep. Um, so thank you. And uh, yeah, I think... Both positives and negatives. You can't deny the positive positives of having your child and seeing that development. I mean, that outweighs everything. I think without that, this year would have been a very tough year. But that does bring a ray of sunshine, no matter. Even on your darkest day, they just do something funny or stupid and, you know, you can chuckle. Uh, Johnny, what about you? Year in reflection. Year Posit- in reflection. Positives first. I would say, well, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do it more in terms of how the year started off and how it's ended, because I think that that's a better way to describe it. I think that the year started off very, I would say, very difficult, actually. Um was in a... Uh, Hmm, that's the best way to describe that relationship. Was in a relationship with somebody who had a very heavy situation going on in their personal life. And when I say a very heavy situation, I'm not going to go into details, but I'm not just talking about something that's run of the run of the mill. I was going to say ab- um, like abnormal, yeah, abnormally heavy, abnormally heavy. Yeah. Um, and you know, and unfortunately, the relationship wasn't established enough to be able to withstand the pressures of of what was going on. Um, and I wouldn't say that it was the breakdown of the relationship that was the difficult part. It was more like what actually happened on the inside of the relationship. And for anybody out there who's, you know, similar to me in the way that they approach their dating life, um, you know, it's all fun and games and, you know, you can have lots of fun with people and and uh, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes... And if if you are like me, you know, I'm the kind of person that likes to let people cry on my shoulder and burden a lot of the, um, you know, and appear to be somebody who's very supportive and try and kind of get under the skin of people and, and um, you know, and, and, and 
that's all good, but I think something that I've learned definitely more and more so is that you are not, or I am not, uh, qualified to help people. And as much as I might want to, there are certain circumstances that are um, just, you know, uh, not within my uh, control or my remit to be able to help. Um, so, yeah, that was a very difficult situation because, of course, the person that, you know, you know, you get into relationships with people and you want to, you want to be a ray of sunshine and you want to be a beacon of light and you want to be somebody who can make a difference and 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 uh yeah just unfortunately in that circumstance it was um a really tricky one to navigate and it it broke down you know certainly not from my part but it broke down in quite a bitter way um and it takes a long time you know and and this is i say this i say this uh not in a selfish way because i understand that what was going on in her world was without doubt a trump card um but i think that's a really actually quite a tricky place to be in a relationship where you've got one person who has a trump card and not only do they know it but they exercise that and therefore your feelings don't get taken into consideration and it turns into a very strange imbalanced place and i would say that i came out of the back of that you know that's why I say it's not the negative. It's not. It's not a negative point that the relationship broke down, but it's the negative point of where where I got spat out off the back of that relationship. Should I say? Um, and but w w me being me, um, you know, you sort of what you. I think what you need to try and do is um, think about what was in your control what wasn't what was your fault what wasn't and where you are as a result of that and what you can learn about yourself you just for just i mean you might be getting to this but you also were going through mad work like december last year wasn't that mad work pressures well, this, this as well is the, this is the problem because previous in the previous year the business that i was working for was tanking out because they weren't they, they hadn't bounced back from the spike that they'd seen in covid when the high street turned back on so i used to work in fashion retail um for uh, an e-commerce company um and uh i used to look after the brand over there and yeah um yeah well this is what i'm saying so about a, having, this is a, this is the point thing. i'm making about you know somebody who's got a trump card yeah because yeah 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 you're going through your own version of hell um and everybody's version of hell is is hell to them it's whatever you've been through um and you know it would regularly fall into um conversations about you know something would spark off and it would become a very very intense one-sided um sort of uh level of style of communication and then it would be oh you know i can't deal with this right now i've got a lot going on with work that i need mm. to sort out oh you've got a lot going on what about trump card <laughs> and it's like okay like, so oh um, my god where, where, where that puts you is actually in quite a difficult place but as i say there's no hatred and no bitterness from my point of view um what it is true that what was going on for that person was a trump card 
Um, it was significant and it, yeah, it was tough. Um, so, but um, it's taught me a lot, which I suppose all these things should do if you've got the right sort of mindset. But yeah. it put me in a hole for a while. Um, but it did lead to me seeking uh, CBT therapy. And I've had therapy before. But what, what, you know, that's therapy where I've just sourced a counsellor through the internet and started speaking to them. But for me, that's not really very helpful because I think I've said this on the podcast before, you know, we have a great community of friendship, you know, in our sort of, um, in our sort of circle where we can speak quite openly, which I think is great. Um, and that's what's great about this podcast is is that it's a very free line of communication without any of that male ego stuff or, or, or human ego stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I, so so I, so I decided to take a different route with that and then uh, sourced some CBT therapy through the NHS. And what's different for anybody out there who's thinking about having therapy? What I find different about that kind of approach is that. It's all good being able to go sit down and have a conversation with somebody. And depending on where you're at in your journey, if if that's useful to you, then do that. But I've been I've been you know happy to talk, wear my heart and my sleeve my whole life. And um, what I really needed was some kind of arc arc of progression. And uh, you know, you know, I think in 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 counselling, um, you can just spend an hour sitting there. And I spent many times just sitting there talking to my previous counsellor about you know where is me you know yeah, yeah. Um, whereas with my current model of um, therapy it's like okay that's fine but how are we going to do xyz or if you think about it differently what does that mean or if you you know and it gives yeah, you like, building blocks yeah. to take away giving so, you like strategies yeah to... that's it yeah 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 well it's yeah. cognitive behavioral therapy which is all about rewiring your brain to some extent so so uh, we spoke about this a little bit last time and um, I'm not going to go too much into CBT therapy because we'll probably do a, uh, a special. therapy focused a special. Yeah. special. Um, I'm, at we, I'm at session seven of 12. So maybe after, after those 12, 12 yeah, done, yeah, 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 we can talk yeah, about yeah. that. That's good. So that was the good thing that came out of the back of that. But then also it's been one of those where the first three months were occupied with what I was just talking about. But then the subsequent nine months have just been a rush of positives, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those have been focused around, uh, well, professional stuff. So obviously, um, started with the business, made some headway with those guys, got made redundant, which actually was a really good thing. And for anybody out there who's going through redundancy or looking down the barrel of something like that, let me tell you, in my opinion, I would say, you know, 70% of the time, just rough number, pulled that out of the air, there is a positive edge to a redundancy. Definitely. Mm. It's all about how you apply yourself. Now, I know that there's situations where people have been in a job for less than two years and they just get cut the cord and they run for, you know, those situations are horrible. But, um, you know, there is, the, you know, the, the times that I've been through redundancy, which is, uh, I think twice or three times now um, it's been scary at first but there's been a way to sort of turn it on its head and uh, you know what that has done is is it's pushed me into uh, 
another company which I much prefer with people that I much prefer doing a similar job with clients that I really am interested in working with. Um, but it also gave me a nice little nest egg and we've spoken about this. Mm. We'll do a money special, but Matt's very yeah. good at money and I'm very good at spending money. Um, <laughs> I'm not very good at money. He is good at money. More right at money. Yeah. So, I'm, just, I'm not tight, I'm just careful. Yeah, just you, careful. You, you, you're, you're good at financial planning. Uh, definitely um, and you know hopefully you can pass some of those nuggets on to our listeners and to me we are yeah January special on finance yeah we thought January, January was a good was a good month to kind of definitely we're going full positive with our yeah, yeah. full positivity with the topics in January 100%. kind of positive and motivating and one of those is kind of like p- positive money moves yeah mm-hmm. um, so that's that. That's put some money in the bank, which means, you know, you make the great comment, which is it's better to add to a pot rather than add to nothing. And that makes sense. You know, if you've got nothing and then you put 200 quid away one month and then it gets to the end of the month, you think, oh, it's only 200 quid. I might as well just spend it. Whereas if you've got few grand plus 200 quid, then it's nearly, that much nearly, plus. It's nearly four. Yeah, exactly. It's on the way to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, again, you know, the theme of Lost Man is these compounding efforts and that's how that works. So uh, that's been great. And then, of course, the big thing is the kickoff of the um, back into the fashion business, looking at um, starting things off with British Attire, which is the new business that will be launching in uh, either. Jo- well, it's going to be launching early next year, but grand launch, proper, you know, PR launch will be June, July. And that's when our full autumn winter product is going to com- be coming in. Um, a lot of the same from when we worked with Country Attire before. You know, we're carrying through a lot of that DNA. I'm building this business with the original founders of that business. Um, and yeah, it's going to be great. You know, very, very excited about that. We've got 23 brands on board Barber, Ralph Lauren, Hunter, Peregrine, uh, Dr. Martins, you know, all the classics. And um, some of those business, some of those brands we've done the buys for already some of them we've got coming up in january and february but we will start trading properly from july um we've got our five-year plan forecasted out and it's looking really fruitful so very excited to be back involved with that i um, think what's what's nice is um the for the listeners or watchers will be following these various journeys that we're kind of going on at the moment definitely um and in that kind of your that that business um will be really interesting to mm-hmm. see how that kind of comes into fruition 100% and then obviously the podcast as well mm-hmm. how that grows and then from me like the uh youtube mm-hmm. but also kind of growing as a a dad i feel mm. like that's quite an interesting Definitely. journey to follow and that's mm. where that's where the whole community bit comes into mm. it we hope to be able to um yeah set something like that up and, and it is all about the journey and enjoying the journey not the destination i think that would probably be another kind of really strong lost man theme that that would come out of the back of this um this bit of this bit of um this bit of work that we're doing so that's how the year has been now, let's lean into New Year's Eve a little bit and let's just, first of all, before we go into our uh, sort of meaty bits, New Year's Eve itself, which is what it is today. <laughs> Mate, you are getting good. 
at these segues, Mate, by the way. You are... Seamless they are, No, they are. I mean, apart from me r- drawing attention to the facts yeah. of the... Tra- I'm enjoying these segues. Yeah. Good effort. Yeah, 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 Good yeah, effort. yeah, 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 yeah. If you like the segues, leave a comment in the uh, post. Uh, <laughs> if you've got any advice on how we could do them better, then uh, keep it to yourself. New Year's Eve, is it worth the hype? Matthew Buck, discuss. New Year's Eve is a... And well, you're you're a bit more New Year, New Year's Eve New Year target set orientated than me. Yes, and we're embracing New we're Year. embracing that, and I'm actually embracing it this year with mm. you. Um, actual New Year's, I find, well, it's it's always been shit. Mm. It's it's a shit night out. Really, have we, have we done a New Year's? Do you know that? Do you know? Th- uh, probably like a rave. Of probably some, sort. some kind of rave somewhere. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We've been to many. We've always been to other ones though. Like Boxing Day was always yeah. a good. Boxing Day was always a really good night out. And I tell you, and and that's when we were like when I was in Sheffield. Boxing Day was a good night mm. out. Like Boxing Day at Plug was often a good night out. And um, we've done Day a few raves. Yeah, we've done New a few Year's. raves. New Year's Day rave. Yeah. And, um, I remember the days when we used to have warehouse projects on a New Year's Eve and a New Year's yeah. Day. And we used to do them both. Oof, it's like... Savage. Oh, God. Savage. Um, but actual... i tell you what, I tell you what was my favourite night out pre, pre kind of Sheffield when I was in York was box, um, Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve one. was always a great night out in York. Yeah. Get, super shit faced with your mates mm. and like mum and dad would go off to their this is when I was living at home they'd go off to their party and like me and my brother and stuff we'd we'd go out probably separately but then we'd all kind of reconvene back at the house at about 2 or 3am all absolutely shit faced get carried on drinking with my dad and then uh go wake up at god like 8 9 o'clock and it would be you know when you're when you're a kid your parents You'd be waking your parents up, mm. but when you're like 18, 19, mm. 17, your parents are waking you up on mm. Christmas Day, mm. like, come on, let's open some mm. presents. Mm. And then my dad would just like turbocharge the morning with Buck's Fizz, mm. and you'd feel super groggy. One, one Buck's Fizz in, which is champagne and orange juice, mm. you feel fine. Mm. Back in the room, back mm. on it, and mm. then, yeah, kind of nice afternoon kip to some kind of top gear. My my um, my my opinion on New Year's Eve is that it's it, you know you know when you're younger you know when when going out is life and you live for the weekend I think there's value to it and yeah you, can have a good you time always kind of go seeing out in the, seeing in the actual midnight is great fun but it is overpriced let's be honest yeah it's too busy everywhere yeah. let's be honest um, too busy it's cold it's wet. Um, yeah, we're getting old. So uh, for us, or for me in particular, yeah, and especially this has been um, like my first. So I quit drinking in July, um, and so I'm really happy about six months of just zero alcohol. Not because I had a problem with alcohol, just one of those decisions that I decided to do. And before you know it, you're six months down the line, and here we are. And I remember was quite worried about the Christmas and New Year period but now that I'm here six months in and it's New Year's Eve tonight I'm going to go home after this I'm going to make some nice food I'm going to chill out I'm going to jump on the computer with our brother Will in a bit and I'll probably be in bed for half nine 
Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, mate, I don't think we'll see it. In. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm over New Year, mate. It's it's like you say. It was always. I love the. I love New always, Year, but New yeah, Year's Eve. Eve New Year's Eve. Like, you know, it was always expensive. It was always busy, and it was always a bit. It always ended up being a bit of a shit night. Like you just ended up queuing half the time to get into places, mm, and mm. so yeah, as a night, not a fan. What one that one that sticks out in my mind was my my friend Jay. This was when we were younger, and he had an apartment right in the middle of Manchester, which is where I'm from. And uh, we went out on the New Year's Eve, all stayed around at his house. You know, the next day, kind of like felt horrible, horrible, horrible. Then 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., then a couple of people started saying, Oh, should we go out? 4 p.m. was like, and then five, you know, people are starting, you know, shall we get back out? It's New Year's Day. And it's like, Oh my God. And I can just remember being sat on this chair people were like starting to get ready and the idea of going back out and people were coming around a little bit and I just stood up, walked over to the fridge, got a full bottle of wine out of the fridge, drank the whole bottle of wine oh, and then good. went out again. Yeah, I mean, savage, can you imagine doing that savage. now? Well, it does help though, doesn't it, if you're hungry? Oh, it just it squared just to, it right away. It just squares you up, doesn't but it? But that, that was like, I must mm. have been 20... I bet I was 27 or 8 then. If I was to do that now, oh, God damn, it would be Painesville, Tennessee. Um, what what I was what the other thing I was going to say, and um, kind of I suppose this kind of segues as nicely into goal nice setting, segue. is that the other you know linked to New Year and and obviously it's very common to set goals, and and my view on that has always been a little bit of don't don't wait to new year to set a goal like i don't like that gonna oh i'm gonna mm. get in the gym mm. in mm. you know like in january mm. or like especially if you're kind of in november it's like oh in january i'm gonna do this or so i've never been a big fan of goal setting um because i've always felt like if i want to set a target or a goal i just set it there and then mm. and then work towards it mm-hmm. but Saying that, I do think it is a positive time to reflect on your year and move forward and, and you know, set some goals this year. We're going to set some yeah. goals. You're a big fan of set. You, you're big into this, so you kind of encourage me to do it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to set some goals and... It's the best part. It's the best part of this season, I think. It's just, it's just time. To, it's a good time to... I get what you're saying, and I agree. And I think we. Do both, you know what I mean when people are like, "I'm gonna do that"? I think we probably both, you know, uh, put, you know, set little targets throughout the year. But it's just there's something about New Year where you just sort of take stock, and that, I think that's important. You know, um, I always remember uh, one of my mates' dad saying to me, "You know, it's important to take stock in where you're at in life." You don't. You shouldn't always mm. be chasing the next thing, and I. I think. Yeah. I think that's true all year round, but there's no time really for me, like New Year, where that's more true. Where you can kind of go right. That block was. That block of a year was. Da 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 da. Positive. Da 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 da. Not so positive. Right. Da 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 da. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Right now, and it's like just a hard reset. Mm. Into, like mm. turn the CPU on and off again. I only really had one. Um, oh, the other the other positive we had this year was we set up that holiday cottage, which has done pretty Mega. well. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge about that. positive. You've had a great My, year. Um, the only the only numerical 
we had a we had a numerical uh, target for that which we hit, which we were happy about. And the only other numerical target I hit was that I wanted to get to 500 subscribers on my YouTube channel, which mm. which I hit last week. There you go. So that, but um, I do think though it is important to have some form of goal or target or place where you Definitely. where you want or things you want to achieve because otherwise you will just stagnate. And a, a great a great phrase that my actually my head at school says um, if you're not moving forwards you're moving backwards mm, mm, you know so if mm. you're standing still mm. you are moving backwards yeah because the world's moving around yeah you. yeah so you've got to constantly be striving to move forward and improve or change or grow or experience new things yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in that note we're going to set some targets today aren't we we're going to uh, talk well, some about goals. what we've done for our resolutions but i think you've got some a little gem of advice from yeah, your... little ge- well, a little gem of advice that um, I just I just wanted to essentially read. I've joined this. Um, I've joined a think tank. I can only really describe it as a think tank, and um, it's for YouTube. And I've joined this think tank, and I met this guy. Sounds dodgy. Met this guy online, uh, Rich, um, who's a top bloke. Lives in Australia. And he is actually in the in in the process of creating a channel himself. Like he's a pretty successful guy in his own right. Um, you know, he's got a pretty high-paying job, but but his dream is to to create content. And um, so he started this kind of. It started on a Facebook, on like a Facebook messenger group, and then it's moved into kind of like a more of like a CRM business portal we use now Mm. and on there there's 10 people that are all aspiring um youtube podcast or content creators and it's really good if you if you're ever wanting to achieve if you've got some goals and you want to be like right i want to do this or create this business like find some mentors or peers to Mm. talk with because the really amount of advice. information and nuggets of information that come out of this group are fantastic. Like everybody seems to come from a different background. Some people have um, really good strengths with like the the monetization of online content side of things. So like doing newsletters yeah, and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas other and people, the strategy. yeah, and the strategy of it. And then like another guy, Phil, he's like an absolute uh, G when it comes to technical like camera setup. Mm. Like you ask him anything about what camera settings, what camera would you use in this low light situation? You know, he's your he's your guy. So um, yeah, it's real nuggets of information available. Um, and there's one guy, Jesse, who who's super good with kind of like trying to optimize <laughs> his. I think is what he does as a as a job. And we were going about setting targets for this content creation. And I was like, right, I want to set a goal of. Um, you know, a thousand subscribers by quarter one, yeah. um, three thousand by quarter three, yeah. and then five thousand. Very by formulaic, yeah. isn't very it? For, very rigid. Very rigid, yeah. like just pulling number, numbers out, yeah. number focused yeah. targets. And then Jesse kind of um, posted this interesting statement which i wanted to kind of yeah, just read, read. It to us. Yeah. and it and uh yeah it just basically says that um 
that his dream was to his dream is to quit his main job and focus full time on his sideline and his kind of process with YouTube is in supporting a business and, and a business he's setting up as well. So it's not just content creation; it's a, a t-shirt printing company as well. Mm. And he's he's his channel is all about um, content create. Um, like the go-to place if you want to print t-shirts basically so not only is he printing t-shirts he's also teaching you how to do it Mm -hmm. and so that was his thing and he'd gone about setting various targets but then he'd he'd kind of looked into it and he'd decided that yeah setting very specific data-driven targets are not (laughs) are not always Imagine if that was a live stream and not always. Um, I don't know what I was trying to say. I know what I was trying I to say. I know what you were trying to say. Uh, and not always. Um, they're, they're kind of like short-sighted. You're putting me off here. They're kind of short-sighted. Um, so he said, there's nothing wrong with that approach. It works incredibly well for a lot of people. And if that works for you, then keep doing it the way. But for me, it just didn't work. I'd hit goals and I'd have a, a, um, a good year, but I'd always feel disappointed that I didn't achieve more or I'd, or I'd yeah, get so it's to like the end of... Yeah, setting yourself up to fail, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'd, I'd get to the end of the year and bust it to hit a goal by the, end of the, by the end and think I did it. But I could have done it by February if I'd have just worked that little bit harder back then. So not in 2024. From now on, my goals are no longer achievements or places to get to. My goals are statements about who I am, a place to start from, not get to. They are future truths I'm choosing to speak into the world and begin acting now as if they were already true. I love that. Yeah, I know, mate. It's powerful, isn't it? I love that. It's really powerful. So now that's all of that is out the way here are my goals and how i plan to start living and i hope jesse doesn't mind that i've that we've kind of butchered and shared some of this statement uh how he starts living 2024 i believe that if i begin acting as if these were true and make the effort to put the plan in action that these will all lead to my dream goal of leaving my job by the end of the year and um, and I think the the idea with this is breaking it down much more into like weekly targets, like weekly routines. Yeah, almost. I, th- I think I think if I can put it into a, 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 so I just thought to myself then, if I can try and put it into this context and see whether you think this is a good framework for it. So I think that's really cool. I really like that. And with the new business that we were talking about before with British Attire. What we're doing is, is we're having this, we've got this mentality, which is we don't work to sales targets. We have sales aspirations. And the reason for that is because with e-commerce, and especially in the fashion industry or any business, it's basically like they have their sales target that they want to achieve. And if they don't do that, then people get hired, people get fired. They ram the business, particularly with the fashion business. It's like, oh, God, we're not going to meet this number. So we need to slash the prices and get through as much product Mm, as we can mm, to hit this top line number. It's just this horrible. And if you don't get It's a race to the bottom. It's a race to the bottom. If you don't get there, then, as you say, people get dragged over the coals. People aren't satisfied with how... When, in reality... Um, what you need to do and what we're going to be doing with this business is, and we're, we're fortunate because we're privately backed, mm. so we've not got the, the, the big man yeah, bringing yeah. down our neck. But what we're going to be doing is focusing on the way that we tell our stories, the relationships that we have with the brands, the way that we position our products with 
the right kind of customer mm. and take our time to sell that product mm. and not try and rush over the finish line because we've set some astronomical target for ourselves. Um, and surely, and I think that, that I think that that's a nice way to build up a nice sustainable business because you've got a good relationship with the brand but in a human context it's a nice way to build up a nice sustainable life isn't it yeah yeah i was going to say with that branding stuff as well like surely your the brands will appreciate that you're not devaluing their brand well, that's the by biggest cutting problem. the price of that's it the biggest problem. And, and actually they'll say right well you, you know you'll become like the, the number one places to get those products mm. at and you won't need to cut the price because you can you're the only place to get them and really. I, have to, I have to say that our old our old COO I won't mention him by name um, and and you know I, I actually you know uh, don't have any kind of personal issue with him but I think that the way that the business was run did do exactly what you said, which was encouraged a race to the bottom mentality. Yeah. And I've just seen in the past couple of days, he's been appointed the MD of a famous fast fashion brand, big fast fashion mm. brand. And he's great over in that space because mm. it's not a brand, it's it's they're their own brand. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You know what I mean. A bit like yeah. a River Island, yeah, but yeah, not. Yeah. Um, just people cheap, out there fashion into cheap, cheap fashion, yeah. you know, throwaway fashion. Fine. That's fine because you can smash the life out of that product, mm. and you're not going to have Barber mm. or you know whoever mm. it is um, being frustrated with you for devaluing their product. Um, but yeah, so 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 just going back to this then. So instead of so so like for me, instead of setting a goal of you know by the end of the year i want to yeah. have x amount of subscribers or you know by the end of the year lost man podcast needs to have x amount of listeners uh, we're low on battery but we'll probably have to swap it we'll we'll pick a point to swap it out okay. um yeah how how lost man podcast needs to have x amount of fo- like subscribers or whatever whatever it is instead it's more like saying a statement like I am a creator mm. and I will make content um, production part of my weekly schedule. I will spend an average of one hour a day or 30 minutes a day to, to pr- produce content in the form of either planning, recording, editing or promoting. Mm. And I just think that's quite a, I just think that's a really powerful way because then you're not, it's more about your daily habits. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's than, routine. Yeah. Um, so you, you say, oh, I'm going to get 5,000 followers by the end of the year. You put that in its jar. And you're like... And then you carry on with your... And then, yeah. and then six months in, you're like, oh, shit, what have I been doing Yeah, exactly. Exactly that, So it's that, about mate. changing habits it's, rather it's than about, just setting these superficial goals. Yeah. No, that's it. It is just about setting up your... You know, having weekly routines and habits that you form mm. that are leading you towards a, a, an ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um and I yeah i just think advice. i just think it's a i've never really looked at no. i'm as i said i'm not a big target setter mm. um but probably not a big target setter because once you kind of say something you've got to try and you, you're kind of it's out there isn't it mm. you've got to be accountable to it mm. but i suppose that's what we're doing because we're putting up our targets we're putting up our goals yeah but my, my um, resolutions and we'll go on to those in a minute but my resolutions aren't really like do x by y not yeah. not really there's a little bit of that but it is more around 
changing habits, changing behaviours. Um, yeah. Do you want to? So, so with that in mind, do we want to? Yeah. Go forward, and do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Do you right, want to cool. start with what are your? One hundred percent. Or should we start with Lost Man? Should we start with Lost Man podcast? Because that's quite a nice way, like yeah, collectively. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, where would you? Like, I, I think. I think. I think. With this. With this. This thing that we're growing, you know, that we're building. I think the best that we commit, we can commit to is. As as we were talking about, then I don't really want to achieve a certain number. A certain yeah, number. exactly that. What I want to do is commit to, as best we can, keeping the consistency well, up. The, the so only at least number one podcast, if possible, per week per fortnight. That's it. As much as we can do, and just keep on doing that. Yeah. With no that's real it. sort of like we need to achieve X or we need to achieve Y. I think the other thing that I'd like to see, which isn't tangible, is any just any kind of um community engagement yeah 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 um, yeah you know and and i don't say that from i'm not saying that from like a, a place of desperation i just think that that's what i really care about yeah is yeah I, are I, we touching just just one person i know that yes, sounds like a cheesy yes, cliche thing no to i'm say, with you but um yeah if we can get to the end of the year and have you know given it our time and created even just a tiny community i will be thrilled to yes yeah. mate i think to formalize that then what we're saying is our our goals for 2024 for lost man podcast are that we are podcasters yeah that we just do what we, we are podcasters we are committing to one podcast which we've which we've hit for the last seven weeks we yeah. you know this is zero 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 eight eight so we have we have committed to that. We've done two months of podcasting, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're committing to a, a minimum, really, I, a, min, a minimum of, or as best we can, one podcast per week. Yeah. Um, and we've got lots of ideas for like slightly different formats and things yeah. that we're going to tweak yeah. throughout uh, like and try. Q and A's, yeah. uh, opinion, little pieces. bonus features, things like that. Yeah. To like play reactions with the lengths of the podcast yeah. yeah um and then and then on top of that building a community around that totally and if we do feel like we have contributed assisted helped somebody made somebody's day that little bit better given them a little bit of nugget of information then that is mission achieved and i suppose that's why like john said it'd be great if we can start to hear from some of the people that are listening watching now because people are listening yeah, and man. watching now yeah, and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the listens and the watches on spotify and youtube are starting to stack up so it'd be great if we could just hear from those people mm -hmm. so i think there are lost man podcast goals and it would oh, yeah. be great to review these um next next year yeah definitely and it is no more than that just keep up the consistency get at least one community engagement which, don't need more which, than that which links to our like um our probably singular biggest message which is those that compounding effort mm -hmm. you know constant little things all the time yeah that that and you know throughout that we'll look back and we'll have done over by this time next year we'll have had a bank of over 50 mm. we'll have 60 podcasts 
I am. Um, I, I say it to my team all the time, which is it's not about starting each day thinking that you're going to change the world. It's just slow, gentle pushes on the flywheel. You you wake up and you have a certain amount of things that you need to achieve on that day and just move the blocks along as much as you possibly can in as positive a way as possible. Um, and then that's all you can do, really. You know. Yeah. Right, we're going to take a quick break to switch out the battery. Battery break. We'll be right battery back inserted now. Here. Right, back in the room. Back in the room. Uh, so, do you want to kick us off with your personal targets? I would love to. We've, okay. bro we've broken these down, haven't we, into for our personal no, 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 targets. No, I've not done it like that. So, oh, right, so okay. Let me, let, me, let me just... So, th th how I've done this is, um, I think it's easy. The easy part is, for me, is to go, I want to do X, I want to do Y, I want to do Z. But... What I've decided to do is dial it right back and just have an overarching um, thing that I want to achieve. And when I think about everything, you know, my performance in the workplace, my relationships with people, my cognitive ability, how I manage my finances, how I approach my training, how I approach my food habits, it all comes down to one thing, which I think is better sleep hygiene. Oh, I think yeah. that that's the most important thing out there because when it comes to... When you say hygiene, I think, what do you mean have a shower before sleep? <laughs> like, that, that, that's when it comes... <laughs> Matt does this. It just goes off on these things. Um, that's, when, uh, that's when I think about, you know, like, okay, so diet. So making sure that you prepare your food on time. Well, if your sleep hygiene's down and you, you're always chasing your tail from that point of view and you get home from work and you're knackered, you're not going to put the 45 mins in to make a nice meal or you get to the weekend and you because you've had a you know you've had like six hours sleep every night during the week and you've been working really hard all you want to do is just couch on the sofa the whole time so for me what I'm going to try and do to really kickstart that sleep hygiene uh, improving that sleep hygiene is and this is a little bit you know, committing to a numerical value to us to an extent. But in January, as of tomorrow, I am going to be come hell or high water. It doesn't matter what plans I've got. I will be in bed for 9 p.m. every single day throughout January. Um, and the reason that I've done it like that is because I wake up at 5 a.m. regardless. It doesn't matter. You could set your watch by um, my... Mate, I know. We, yeah. can, we can get... Get, when we used to get in at three, yeah, you were up at five. Up at five, crazy drive home, um, allegedly, and um, <laughs> the yeah. So I'm like, right, well, I need to look at it at the other end, and I actually quite like being the early bird guy, you know, um, and so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure that I get into bed without fail every single day in January at nine p.m. Um, that will lead on to. And I guess that's like my North Star, you know, so we were yeah. talking before about changing habits. I'll, I'll set loads of targets throughout the year. Yes. And I don't know what those are going to be yet. Yeah. Um, because, you know, life is changing every day at the moment. Yes, I want to have more successful relationships. Yes, I want to meet somebody. Yeah. Yes, I want to start a family. Yes, I want to do all those things. Um, but you can't really attach time spent time spent no, no. you know i want to you know i want to meet her by 
July. No. I want to yeah. do, you know. So there's no point in even trying to, to speculate about that. But what I do know is, is that, and especially as I get older, sleep is so important. And I really notice when I've had eight hours, how much I perform, how much better I perform mm. um, based uh, rather than if I've had five hours sleep. So that's that's my first habit change um, and my second uh, New Year's resolution. And I've only got two. As I say, there's loads and loads of health and fitness goals, loads and loads of personal finance, professional goals that I have. Um, but we'll talk about more of those as the weeks progress in our podcasts. I think uh, my second key goal is that I'm actually going to completely quit sugar for at least three months. Um, I'll substitute with stevia and xylitol and other things like that. And I do still like to have sweet treats. Um, but certainly for January, um, I won't be doing any of the sweet treats. And then as we go into February and March, I'll be thinking more about how I can supplement that. But it's a, it's a difficult one giving up sugar. Not like not last year, but the year before, um, I did the same thing. Um, and I gave up a couple of things. I gave up smoking and uh, yeah, and a couple of other things and gave up sugar. And the hardest one was sugar. sugar yeah, Your yeah. mouth waters for it, man. What what was the what what is the kind of driver for sugar? Is it like a health and, and kind of um like weight kind of thing or is it a there's that but and also the risk as you get older of the reality that you know diabetes if you have too much but yeah. how it how it became something that came to the surface for me was when i was work before i got made redundant um so so i was made redundant in i think it was uh september and it was a lucky enough position to have been paid up until the end of January. So I took a couple of months off before taking a new job. Prior to that, I would have everything tied up through the week and then it would get to Friday and I would buy a bag of Maltesers or a bag of whatever and that would be my little treat on a Friday. But then after I got made redundant, because I took a couple of months off, every day was Friday. <laughs> so I was like, bag of chocolate. Yeah. Tony's yeah, chocolate Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, dangerous habit to get and into, and it just it just you know day by day, and mm. before you know it, every single mm. night, and then you start to crave it. Then, mm. and I promise you, you do. You know, mm. sugar's one of those yeah, sugars the is sugar, addictive. The, you know? the sugar monster is um, is, is pretty pretty and heavily and because, enough. And because probably. because I was even though I had two months off, I was doing the PT course, I was doing the British Tire thing, I was applying for jobs, so my my tra I actually had less time than when I had um, a routine. Um, so my training was suffering. So the two things, you know, uptake of sugar, uh, downturn in training did start to lean to me feeling a bit more unhealthy. And yeah, so tonight, my New Year's Eve will consist of that. I'm going to go and get the holy grail of of chocolates, which is can the Tony's chocolate. Can, I was just going to say, can you tell us what your... I mean, you know, your... and this is not, you know, if you're listening out there, Tony... Don't start sending us for promoting. Yeah, Tony's Chocolonies. Yeah, Tony's Chocolonies. I actually tried one after you've been hard on yeah. a, a Tony's Chocolonies addiction. the orange one, by the way. And I, oh, I, I had the one, that orange one with sea salt in and cracked a tooth. So, oh, you know, I'm not a big fan of Tony's no, Chocoloni. No. He can go. 
I, w- I wish I'd cracked a tooth the first time I had one. <laughs> I remember the. I do remember the first time having one. Actually, it was when I got invited over to an event because it's a Dutch brand. I got invited over to an event for Tom's. You know the shoe guys. Yeah. And um, they put us up in a hotel, and in the hotel was like a little welcome pack, and it had the big t- Tony's chocolate only in. Yeah. And I- I'd arrived in the country like 45 minutes before we were supposed to go to the event and I hadn't had anything to eat Yeah, and I got this big chocolate bar and I was like oh great so just smash that in and uh, that was a day that I will never forget yeah and then that's just been ever since spiraled out of control so that's my so that's my goals and, and I suppose I they think they're pretty pretty good goals I think they're good interest, yeah, interesting goals changes. as well I think their the sleep changes. one is pretty interesting yeah so every single night in January and hopefully it'll carry on between mm. that and that and that means so with that there's peripherals you know so my phone goes into into um, airplane mode yeah at 9pm yeah boom yeah and you're winding down by 8 winding down by 8 yeah what about stabbage cabbage in the week Stabbage cabbage, no stabbage cabbage in the week. No stabbage cabbage in the week. No, okay. no. no stabbage cabbage in the week. But, but um, uh, yeah, so that's it, basically. Um, improved sleep hygiene and... Um, Why do you call it hygiene? I feel like, is that, have you coined that phrase or is that no, something no, that you... No, I heard it on that something. I that think it might read. have been the Huberman podcast. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, improved sleep, sleep hygiene and quit... Uh, sugar. Okay, can I do mine? Please do yours. I think yours are really interesting. Thanks, man. And it'll be fun reflecting on these. When do you want to reflect on them? Let's set a point because it's kind of like we've said it, so we've got to do it. Well, uh, end, end of, of the Jan. month, end yeah. of January. End of okay, Jan. yeah. So I, I I set some targets and goals, but in and I haven't rewritten them in the sense of after reading Jesse's thing from my think tank. Okay, but I would like to kind of go along with in that vein so i suppose my my overall main goal for this year is to leave teaching love that i want to give teaching the bullet yeah because you've been in teaching for how many years this i think this is my sick going i'm either in my 15th or 16th year same school at the same school but there's reasons for that um you know i did build myself up to a assistant head of department at one point and at that exact point in fact pretty much within the first year or two you I realized it it wasn't quite for me but the money was good and then you're like oh you know I'd take I'd have to take a pay cut and you get caught in that loop don't you? you yeah and um and but then I took on that that um I think they call it an ASPL role or like assistant head of faculty role but yeah that and then I stepped back from that and in a sense, it's been a very good job because you can go part time mm-hmm. on a good wage. Mm-hmm. You know, like which when I've looked for other part time work, it's not feasible. So the only way out of the teaching game right now mm-hmm. is going back to full time, which I don't want to do because we have our own my wife's business mm-hmm. and we have other things we have to look after. So going full time isn't really feasible. So my first kind of focus will be that i want to be a creator so do you want to be able to actually physically hand your notice in at some point in 2024 as a teacher that would yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i love that yeah 
I think that'd be great. Yeah. And, you know, it might not happen and we may be moving towards that point, mm-hmm. but th- that is the reality. Yeah, so to get the wheels in motion, to, yeah. to properly get the wheels get in the motion. Get the wheels in motion to, officially to see, to, to hand the notice in or to see the end. Yes. And, um, and by in doing that, well, to achieve that, I want to be a online creator. Yeah. I want to create our podcast. Yeah. And I want to create uh, my YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want that channel and this podcast to allow us as a family to travel mm-hmm. with... I don't want to be on the road full time. No. I want to be able to, because we need to be here for various reasons, mm-hmm. but the things we need to be here for, we don't need to be here for all the time. Mm-hmm. So we can go and do three weeks here, come back for two weeks, go away for three months, come back for a, uh, two months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is, that's kind of what I want. That's the vision I'm aiming at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great, mate. You know, you've got to have a dream, haven't you? Yeah. So there's no point just sitting there saying, I hate my job mm. and just carrying on with it mm, mm. so you've got to put the work in 100 percent. and like we put the work in with this like obviously we record the podcast and i make some youtube videos but the background stuff that we put in even just to the podcast mm, like the mm. time we spend editing it together clipping mm. it up into shorts you know we're putting the work in obviously for yeah, the great for there's the greater the good holiday cottages and the yeah things that yeah there's other the things it, going you know? on yeah, yeah yeah so i want to be a creator and within that i want to my kind of weekly or monthly goals are that we create one full-length podcast each week. Yep. We cre- I create a minimum of two long-form videos for my YouTube channel um, per month. Month, that's, yeah. Um, I Because they take a bit more, like, we can more or less turn up here, yeah, can't we? turn yeah, up. To an extent. And, and have and, a theme. Yeah, and have our theme and do, have done a bit of research. But, yeah, I mean, with with the YouTube, it's more like a, a morning filming. Yeah. And then probably eight to ten hours of editing yeah. per video. Mm, mm. So, and then... They're my main ones. Mm-hmm. Really, that's my kind of career or professional yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of area that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. That so I want to be a creator and I want to move on from teaching. Lovely, I think that's mega. Uh, and then my that's other tag. <laughs> you gotta stop that. I love it's it. harsh. No, it's not harsh. I'm not ripping it. it. I think it's funny. It's not, mate. It's mega. She'll be listening to this now while she's picking. It's, but I'm, but I'm not, it I'm takes not, a lot of balls to put yourself in front of camera. I'm not shed, shredding it. I think it's funny. I think it's great. Anyway, and then uh, my other areas are fo- of focus are in terms of kind of my like health and fitness wise. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty regimented, and I have really. I've got pretty good habits with that. Yep. So it is just to continue and maintain that, mm-hmm. continue with my rehab and, uh, you know, my morning train, yeah. which I do every day. Mm-hmm. I have missed two of them over the Christmas period because I wasn't at home for yeah. those ones. So mm-hmm. it's just difficult mm-hmm. to get them in. Um, so to continue with my morning training, continue with the rehab journey. and um, And then I suppose... 
don't really we we kind of I kind of dissected these into health, wealth, community, and profession. Yeah. But we've kind of covered health, wealth, and profession because wealth is interlinked to leaving teaching and, and doing that. And then I suppose community, we were talking about family. We yeah. obviously want to create a community around this channel. And yeah. And, um, but and we've also, I think, a, th- a really nice thing that's happened this year, talking about the positives... And I I think when we start to think about it, it's been a far more positive year for both of us than it has been negative. And one of the main positives has actually been reconnecting with our friend, the George. Yes, we've reconnected with the George. Or you guys have reconnected. So uh, it used to be the case that it was me, Matt and George, very much the three bears, you know, hung around together (laughs) quite a lot. And then there was a bit of a... A slip in that, as happens with many communities. People change, don't people they? Change, people, people grow, develop, and people that's fine. Uh, and, and, you, and you ebb and flow, and, and, and people's lives get busier. Yeah. And I think we've been able to rekindle in, in find a, in, a new norm. Find a new norm. Find a new way to hang around with each other. Yeah. I think we had a lovely dinner for Will's birthday, the four of us, a couple of weeks ago. We've got something in the diary for the end of January, and I think long may that continue, because yeah. that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. And then I was just going to say, in terms of like my family, I want to continue to be the absolute best role model yeah. for my boy, yeah. and the best partner for my wife. Yeah. And I know it sounds cheesy, but I really do mean that. And I want to... Um, I really want to... Be present I like, for yeah, both be... my wife and my son. Yeah. And I've not said his name once this time, which means good. I haven't got to edit. We are progressing. Professional. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I wanna I wanna be as present as possible for both my wife and my son and And yourself. And myself. And yeah, do you know what? A little side a side thing is Cutting down screen time. Yeah, cutting that screen time down. I I, I, I think definitely, and I think things like that are things that you can kind of do on the daily basis. Yeah, get your screen percentage down, add money to your pot, all these different kinds of things. But I think what we've come out with there are some really good behaviour changes because it's because it's easy to sit there and be like, oh, I'm I'm going to be present for my, I'm going to be present and be around. But but when I say present for for my son, I mean engaging with him, mm. talking with him, mm. you know, putting aside everything else and spending that time with him because they're only little for a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's that. It's George told me that it was. It, I I'll butcher and destroy this fact because it it won't be fully right. But it was along the lines of by the age of eleven, you've spent uh, something like. Sixty percent of your time with your child. Mm. By the age that they're eighteen, mm. you've spent like ninety-five percent of the time you're going to mm. spend with your child. Mm. That's and, crazy, and, 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 and it's it, true because I don't see my parents, and and linked to family as well. I would really like to try and see my parents a bit more, but it's just so hard with a a little kid, yeah. a jobs, busy, da, 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 mm. you know. But um, yeah, yeah back, back to the back to the, and if it's okay with you, lost man Matt, I'm going to finish the podcast on a nice sort of Instagrammy sort of memey sort of thing. But I think it's quite nice. But before I do, just leaning into that point that you mentioned there, which is uh, kids 
And that a really lovely saying that I heard, I can't remember where I heard it, but it's really true and it's something that, uh, you know, hit me and, and um, I'm sure other parents out there will, will uh, agree, is that kids spell love T-I-M-E. I told you that, mate. Well, you didn't. Oh, I right. Heard it off, I heard it on a movie or something like that ages and right, ages okay. ago. But I think you might have said well, it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was when when uh, Jins was pregnant. I was, you know, I felt nervous about it, about becoming a dad. Mm. You know, um, I was never that like I want to be a dad person. Mm. I was always a bit more on the fence, and certainly enjoyed being mm. just a, a, a couple. Mm. Um, but I asked loads of people, and no one really, like young dads and old dads, and no one really gave me great advice, except for one guy who I'm on that community project with, uh, Julian, and he said, kids spell love, T-I-M-E, mm. and it's about spending time with them. Very much so. Go on then, Johnny. Finish it off. Okay. I think we'll finish on that. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy John's going to do his... We're going to finish on a little yeah. motivational thing, but a this will be the last thing. you fr- you hear from me. Happy New Year, everybody. I really look forward to everybody tuning in to the rest of the podcast for the year. I hope you all have a great year. Set some goals. Let us know what they are. Check in with us. We can be your accountability. Um, John, finishes, take us through into this new year. Okay. It's a little bit cheesy, a little bit Instagrammy, but I think that there's some little jewels in there. So um, I hope some of this resonates with some of you out there. Get excited about your goals. Focus on productivity rather than activity. Rest when required. Build stronger relationships. Step out of your comfort zone. Take on new challenges with courage. Hold yourself accountable. Develop a healthy sleeping pattern. Adapt to your sleep, uh, your environment and resources. Choose faith over fear. Let go of what no longer contributes to your joy. Create better habits. Keep a routine in place. Encourage positive energy in your circle. Smile, laugh and love often. Jeez. Count your blessings regularly. Work with passion and purpose. Try out new things. Upskill. Travel when you can live within your means spend more time with your loved ones take good care of your mind body and soul make happiness and healing and kindness priorities meditate be humble and embrace the present cheers dude happy new year happy new year have a good one guys see you in 2024